Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Raise your hand if you wouldn't want your man to call you little girl while y'all was hugged up tight, slow dancing. Hey, <laughs> little girl. don't know about that one. <laughs> I mean, that was in in the early '90s, late '80s R&B. There was a lot of talk, a lot of uh, the century. Well, I think girl. there was a lot of girl. I don't know, little. The little is doing girl. a lot. Girl. Yeah, I think. Oh, what girl. Ha- I think what y'all are confusing is that we were all little. Yeah. <laughs> so we, it was implied were, that we were. These guys were in there. It's baby faces, little brothers. They were in their early twenties. <laughs> yeah, we we were all like you know, young, but they weren't. You know, I mean, the, I think the pinnacle or maybe the low point of that era of that type of those types of lyrics was Keith Sweat when he said, you may be young, but you're ready. Yeah. Ready R. to Kelly. learn. Yeah, R. <laughs> Kelly had to. You may be young, but you're ready. But then he followed the next line was, you're not a little girl, you're a woman. See, yeah. like he, he I made think sure. R. To... R. Kelly had the ultimate. You know, that's true. He, yeah, he lived. He lived his rap. I mean, it was in <laughs> AJ number the number. I mean, come on. Yeah, can't get no crystal clear than that. Yeah, yeah, girl. And then, of course, you know, the one I'll never forget is backstage underage adolescent. <laughs> adolescent. Come on, that left no room for any interpretation. How old they were? They were also nineteen or twenty. They I were think, teenagers, yeah. like at least were in the twenties. That was filthy. Backstage, <laughs> underage, adolescent, <laughs> like y'all some adolescents. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Michael Biv, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna Google Michael Biven's age. They're all around the same age, right? I say they much older than me. Yeah, I think they're all they're all 60s, within a year or two of each 50s, other. Sixties, they gotta be in their fifties. What's it? What's his birthday? They don't they don't show his birthday on Wikipedia? Interesting. Bobby Brown, born February 5th, 1969. So in 89, when, I mean, 88 was when Don't Be Cruel came out. Don't be cruel. So he yes. wasn't even 20 yet. Yeah. And yeah. Then Belle Biveau yeah. came out in 90. I think Poison came out in 1990. So, so Ronnie DeVoe was born in 67. Yeah, he was like, he was like 22, 23. Yeah, at backstage underage adolescence is just not backstage underage adolescent. I mean, I'm gonna need you to let these. I'm gonna need you to let these boys live, Ron. You need uh, to absolutely not, absolutely (laughs) not. Uh, See, the thing is, the thing is, um, the use of the word underage implies you're not. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like I, when I was 15, I was never looking at other girls like, oh, she underage. It's, it's also, <laughs> we it's also, are 15. It's the next Backst- line too. Backstage. If the line was, if the line was backstage underage, I got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, but the line is backstage underage reasonable. adolescent. How you How doing? You doing? Yes. <laughs> so, what if you said? What if you said? Side, I like to do the wild thing. What if you said right backstage, away. close to my age, adolescent? Right. Yeah. He might have got away with it. I don't know. Backstage, yeah. close to my age, yeah. adolescent. How you doing? Almost the same age. Backstage, around the same age, <laughs> adolescent. <laughs> How you we doing? Did a disclaimer in there. But I was a kid, man. And I still remember, like, because I've always been a person that loved the lyrics to stuff, not the necessarily just the beats, the shit. Yeah. And so it, I just remember that sticking out to me as everyone was like yelling at it at the party, thinking like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Because <laughs> most people don't listen to lyrics that they get older, and they're like, "The fuck was I listening to?" Like that shit was more explicit than R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly used to always do the like, "Seems like you're ready. Your body's calling me." <laughs> You know, it was it was never like a full admission of like I'm talking about little girls, everybody. <laughs> Stop with the hate and let these people live. The other one that stuck out to me was high fives, just can't handle it. Yes. Said like I was only like it's something like 15 or 17 that she was 25. Yes. And he said he was walking to school and she was like driving to school to work. Mm-hmm. Driving like, by. Yeah, I was like, this woman's a fucking pedophile, bro. She in the car. Of course, she's alone with this woman. <laughs> Just can't handle it. No, you actually can't handle it. That fucks a look. That fucks a lot of boys up. Uh, the rapper Kwame had a song about his mother's friend hitting on him. Yeah. Um. What was that song called? I, I remember. I think he had a. That was a single. He put out a video for that. Whatever that. No, it wasn't the rhythm. Mm. I think it was Kwame, but it was. It was like that. It was like the. His his mother's friend comes home and sees him, and yeah. I think they hook up or something. Like we used to be singing and rapping about our abuse and shit. Like it was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this woman was praying on me, y'all. Check this out. Wrote, <laughs> check this song. Out. Old ass song about it. <laughs> she was thirty seven years old, man. It was all the hook. Like <laughs> <laughs> you turned thirty seven. So cool, like you know what? I don't think that was a good idea. Backstage, hair turning gray. Like what? What's going on? Backstage, arthritis. Then we can have a conversation. Like nigga, you're not supposed to be able to handle it. You know? Come on, you 17. She a grown. She she a grown woman. You you know you can't handle it. You damn right. Backstage, my knees hurt. How about yours? How you doing? (laughs) Let these people live. Yeah. Backstage, my back's hot. Grab a bottle. (laughs) They definitely live. This is the reason I don't get mad at the uh, the rapping shit that's out now. And, you know, nope. people our age, I'll try to pull to like, yes, you know, it's really disgusting. Some of the things happening right now. I'm like, niggas always been disgusting. <laughs> it was never not disgusting. We was just young. Ladies, Karen, what did y'all think of uh, Haley and uh, Chris Brown? What happened with Haley and Chris Brown? What happened? Oh, you didn't know about that? Mm-mm. Uh, is it Haley or Chloe? It's Chloe. Chloe Ooh. put out a track with Chris Brown. Oh, well, that's Chloe what happened. Band. I haven't heard it either, I but I know a lot of people were like, you know, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> they were you just know? kids. Let them people live. <laughs> well, 
he's not a kid anymore. He's 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 a grown man. As somebody pointed out, you know, he's done a lot of shit beyond just beating the shit out of Rihanna. <laughs> he's yeah. done a lot of shit after that. He's done a lot of shit. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, he leaving. stopped. Uh, what was her name? Karuchi Chan. Karuchi Chan. Yeah. Uh, then he. I still remember we tore up that fucking yeah. See, um, yeah, he's done shit. Yeah, he's he also, done shit. Past. But you know what else? He also had some shit that he was accused of doing that he didn't do. I remember his cover. So yes. not to go all Mike Brown, Mike B on, you know, <laughs> not to go all Mike B. Well, we know the shit he did, right? <laughs> you know, right. But, but not to go conspiracy though. But I think, what if he's been setting up the false accusations? So that we start to forget what's real. Poisoning oh, okay. the well, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like every like once a year we get like a Chris Brown was at a party and he pulled a gun out on three women. We be like, what? And then it finds out the women were lying. No, no charges were, were everything was dropped. Yeah. And like, oh man, I guess he didn't do it. And then you start being like, did he even hit Rihanna? Yeah, can't even yeah. believe anything about that guy anymore. Yeah. Oh he, yeah, he really hit her. It's a conspiracy. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to trick us into thinking he's he's <laughs> on the up and up, but. I don't know. Even if you batting three for six, you still got three hits on me. I can't. Right. That's a lot of hits. That's more hits than, than than a lot of people. So I don't. I don't know. It's like uh, a lot of people were. Uh, you know, there were people who were. It was just a lot of. What is you doing, girl? What is you? Don't have to do this with this dude. What is you doing? You know. Don't. But she's also. Be. It goes back to one of the things. She was young, and honestly, who that was before her time. I don't know if that makes sense. Chris Brown. Hey, that's old ass nigga. Well, like I said, though, like, he's done things beyond that. He's not a yes. he's not a tightly wrapped dude. Now, I don't give a fuck what no, anybody. No, says. he's not. He's not. You a know, tight- when you're young, you don't pay sh- a lot of shit attention. Yeah. Well, that's the I don't listen to her music, so I like her. I think she's talented. I think she's gorgeous. Um, I don't listen to her music. <laughs> so yeah. that's really just the cocaine, though. That's keeping them up like that. But um, the thing <laughs> for me is uh, the the way the industry works. There's a shit ton of these people that collaborate with people just on some pure business shit like like i don't even think the artists be heavily involved like that anymore like it's such a label decision now to be like the algorithm is saying this nigga is is who you need to work with and i don't think they consider it like that i think a lot of this shit is revealing who really has control over their careers and who don't that's true the final thing i'll say is this we are holding shit against chris brown right it ain't everybody like chris brown never got canceled you know what i'm saying like no. he never didn't have a career he had that moment right. of like will he have a career but he worked through it and his main supporters are still black women so yes, like it is he's never been fully on the outs with the culture and i think this is emblematic of that like there's to her there's no reason she can't work with him it's not right. like it's not like he's been hiding underground somewhere and she's revealing him to the world. He's just been out here. He put out an R&B album. He was nominated for right. like, just like a month ago. Like I, I, For a lot of this shit, I see why we think what we think, but there's a lot of people that just for what lack they just do not agree well, they, they never stop they never stop fucking with him on yeah. some cuzzy good shit I'm like, well Chris, like Chris Brown has made 10 albums, 8 of them after the Rihanna thing. Right. right. Uh, he's he steadily puts out albums. It's 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 actually a quite a. I couldn't name not one of his songs. He's thirty three years we're old. We're not the targeted audience either. So yeah. well, that's the I thing. I was never. This is what I be talking about. I was never a fan. So I'm not. I love this first about. album. You see what I'm saying? Like these niggas that were fans, right? It's different for them. For me, I 
this the best foci of all time. I just be right. like, oh yeah, I don't fuck with Chris Brown because I was not gonna fuck with him if he didn't hit Rihanna. Right, right. <laughs> I have higher standards. Yeah. Oh, oh, y'all fuck with that Chris Brown? Really? Wow. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. People, people would say this, but when wow. you start bringing up Tupac and you start bringing up some of their faves, everybody like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Okay, now, like, they okay. were just what's, kids. what's the difference? Let, let them live. All what's right. The difference. Tupac had a lot going on. Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was a different time. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I thought Chris Brown is 33. I in my head, he was like 36. Like, I thought he was older than he is, but he's only 33. Yeah, that shit happened at 17. And I think what's interesting is he wanted he's seen as the bad boy. Yeah. Any, so it was like he was too bad. But then he never stopped really being a bad boy R and B. Like he is just like, don't do that again. <laughs> the, the, think, the, think about that sentence: the bad boy mm -hmm. of R and B, Bobby Brown, <laughs> rhythm Bobby and Brown. blues. The bad boy of rhythm and blues. Because because when I think bad boy, I think of some dudes crooning to women. Yeah. Hey girl. <laughs> hey little girl. We got two definitions of bad then, huh, Randolph? Basically what R and B music is. I mean, we've had that, man. Bobby was ours. I mean, women. Yeah, Bobby James was Brown. ours. Like you know. had some bad boys of R and B. Sure, these dudes trying to be hard. I'm like, dude, you're a crooner. You what about uh I mean, Rick James is kind of R&B. He's more funk, I guess. Well, he's yeah, a Rick funk James dude. Is, That's different. Funk, funk Rick James acts. and James Brown are kind of like... They're funk acts. Funk. They come out of a funk thing. That's different. Funk is some gruesome. Funk has a griminess to it. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, like, it's the lineage, right? Because, like, yeah. I don't think you have Chris Brown or there's no James Brown because you get James, Michael, Chris. Right. Like that's the ev evolution or branch, whatever you want to call it. That that's well, no, it's it's oh. it's James. We were just talking about this on the previous podcast. Okay. It's James, Bob Fosse, okay. <laughs> Michael. Okay, Bob Fosse. Who? Uh, I, I about to say, I, I, I'm terrible. I'm like, who may even be able to throw like Usher in there or something? But you know what I'm saying, like it's James Bob Fosse. Bob Fosse is the guy who Michael Jackson stole all his dance moves from. The white man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just reparations. Oh, that, yeah. oh, oh, that's that reverse stealing. Oh, hey, you can't treat me. Go stole all this stuff from. He owed them those us. Yeah, we watched the Bob Fosse video. We, we watched it before on here. The up, Bob Fosse. Okay, they shut us down. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that was like you put, what you're not going you to do. Go on to YouTube and you put Bob Fosse, Billy Jean. You'll it'll show you that like oh god damn or Bob Fosse snake in the grass. Snake in the uh, grass is the name of the song, but you know, and, it's uh, clearly from 1974. Michael he's, he's was watching that. Like, I love that. Yeah. He's an influential dancer. Well, I think yes. the main thing for us at this is just we got to get to this feedback. Let's just go ahead and see what we got. <laughs> these comments all right y'all have... know we're on the time a randolph mentally is counting down yeah oh i've, been, have, I've uh, been i've had the clock going <laughs> whitney left a comment uh on this is on patreon you guys sang that burger king commercial jingle so much now i sing it softly under my breath <laughs> while on hold at work it's my and new chris, hold music now is it a chris brown voice in your head chris uh chris brown <laughs> chris lambert's chris voice Lambert. in your head Chris Lambert's the good boy, the good boy of R&B. How come there's never a good boy of R&B? Yeah, there's no. I guess, I guess, baby Kevin face. Campbell, baby face. Yeah, but we never called him the good boy no, of R&B. How? Why can't we call? I'm crowning the next. Yeah, 
Tevin, like these are the old ones. I, we need a new good boy of R and B. Who's the newest? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like it's like it's like a clean comedian. Like they're usually the ones with the most fucked up lives. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to be singing so hard. Yeah. Get up for Blueface, the, the good boy of R and B. And then yeah, you find something out later that they've been hiding. Right. They get canceled. Um. Raphael left us a few comments. Let's start with this one because it's on the same topic. It's almost midnight, he says, on Wednesday. And out of nowhere, I just started singing chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> why? <laughs> Can't let my kid hear this tune. Make it stop. Maybe that's why I remembered how the boys got a hold of a neighbor's chicken and was munching on it when the owner came looking for it back in the Port Harcourt days. What? I would have no. apologized with chickens die every day. So chicken, <laughs> chicken, chicken. Um, I, I need to hear more of that story. He said... Uh, the boys got a hold of a neighbor's chicken and they were munching on it when the owner came. So they got the chicken and killed and ate it, or was it a neighbor's cooked chicken that mm. they took and ate? I need I need to know more about that. I would assume that they details? caught it. They caught it cooked and ate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I he he quoted the chicken police guy who said chickens die every day. So it sounds like that. It sounds yeah, like they they, they they caught it, killed it, ate it. That's how all quiet on the Western Front ends. Oh, no, that movie. And then the neighbor comes over, like, y'all see my chicken? Yeah, they like stole a chicken at the end. And these niggas survived a war and got killed fucking with some like chicken. <laughs> I'm like, damn, boy, what a way to go out. Um, Raphael left a comment since Andy talked electric vehicles, I started seeing a Rivian in my neighborhood. That ride looks like a truck from a futuristic sci fi and sexy. I also came across this. You should know that you don't, you don't, uh, you sure you don't want to wait for that Mercedes Benz Kia and Jeep EV commercials looked good. I just don't got trust for that South African Prince tech. Uh, he, <laughs> I wouldn't either. He sent an article about the, there's a tech company uh, that spent almost $600,000 on a Super Bowl ad to warn America about Tesla's self-driving technology. I don't know if you guys saw that commercial. It's like Tesla's just hitting like kids <laughs> like it's oh shit he, he puts like these little, little dummies on the street and tesla just plows through it oh. so but when this guy tweets the guy who made the commercial this is an elon musk thing i guess when he tweets about that the fact check on twitter says uh the person who's making who's uh, buying these ads is actually working for a competing self-driving tech company and so i don't know what's going on there but um mm. I'm not going to, we're not going to use full self-driving, so that's not going to be an issue, but. Hopefully they won't yeah. switch it on in the middle of you riding. Just turn it on while you're riding. <laughs> turn that's, on. What, that's what Rick Ross is afraid of. You say he don't want a Tesla because it might drive him to the police. <laughs> My nigga, ain't you the police? <laughs> you done got lost in the sauce. You forgot your origins. Um, And yeah, there, there were a couple electric vehicle commercials. The Jeep one, I think is a plug-in hybrid, but. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll the dice on the Tesla, I think. Um, I saw a bunch got recalled. Yours wasn't in that, I guess, because you you haven't even actually got yours yet. Yeah, we get ours on March first. The ones that got recalled were full self drive, and okay, because it's a Tesla recall, it's a software recall, so it's just a software update. It just updates automatically. But uh, yeah, it's once again so all the you full self driving. Yeah, they just they update like once a month anyway. They have software oh, okay. updates, but. It's all about their self-driving, which is uh, embarrassingly bad. Like, I don't, there's YouTube videos of people trying. Like, it costs fifteen thousand dollars to get self full self-driving, or two hundred a month. You can buy a subscription. 
Because mm-hmm. people making these videos, so you stop like paying, these. do it stop self-driving. They be like, shit, drive yourself. Yeah. To, you missed you, the payment date, right? <laughs> right, like middle of the of the self of the drive. I heard, I heard if you don't sign up for Twitter Blue, it make you drive yourself. <laughs> right, just, <laughs> and then probably will. Every video of someone using it, it looks so fucking stressful. It's it's like you're teaching a ten year old how to drive, and that ten year old doesn't speak English. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's there. It's all like I there, there's no way I would pay. You're supposed to be paying me. It's beta software. Right. Pay me to use it. I'm not going to go the other and, way. And what's so fucked up, which I didn't realize this, a lot of states, like like we were talking about on our show, a lot of states are slow for rules and regulations. They was like, y'all do know a lot of states don't have laws on this. So all the, you got these cars floating around here self-driving. They actually don't have laws against yeah. like the vehicle. And if they hit you, the insurance is really haven't figured out who to charge. Yeah, there's these companies that have like taxi services that are um, all sort of uh, no driver, driverless in like places like Arizona, but that's a very strict like route that they take. They don't, they don't, you can't just hop in a cab and go anywhere, but literally there's no driver in the car. You're just sitting in the back seat. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have a guy in the passenger seat who works for the company just in case, mm-hmm. but you'll get in and it's just, there's no one driving in the car. It's just, it's no, just driving. You. They have someone probably back at the office really controlling the car, you know, like a <laughs> drone or something, but yeah, we're not really ready for that. And yet they're, they keep pushing it, but, uh, Raphael's next comment. All of Solomon's Atlantic. <laughs> Eric the enemy four hours ago at Commander's Park. Oh, there you go. Sign his contract. Yeah. Note the ring on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> One of his Super Bowl rings. Right. Raphael left us, uh, well, sent us a link to this tweet first, and then he left the comment too. Um. Mm. An Irish man killed by chicken in vicious barnyard attack. What do you do to the chicken? A deadly chicken. A chicken? I'm gonna need a source. Is this like a cockfighting chicken that has like razor sharp claws? Is this is this even real news? Daily Loud. I uh Daily Loud is one of those like aggregator Twitter Twitter accounts that yes. just does memes. I think I might have muted Daily Loud because it's everyone because if reposting. you don't, it'll pop all up in your feed. Yeah. Um Raphael says chickens haven't just been dying every day, according to the comments. This is why I prefer goat meat. <laughs> what? Goats will kill you too, Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. Goats will uh, fuck you up. Nobody got a song about goat meat that can stick in my head for days. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get on that. Although one Christmas back in Benin City, the goat my mom bought knocked the hell out of me. See, nobody believed me. Then I got my brother, sister, and later my mother. It didn't make it to Christmas Day before being slaughtered. Dang, good thing there was no internet back then. <laughs> so every every comment from Raphael is about animals dying or kids in intersections dying. <laughs> Somebody died in all the comments. Yeah. Um, the goat attacked Raphael, his whole family, and uh, and his mother, and then they slaughtered it and ate it. I think, I think we know why it was mad, because it probably saw what was about to happen. <laughs> and then Raphael left one more comment. Not chicken related. I'm bald, but I gladly drop fifty dollars for a nice shave and trim at the barbershop. He sent us the Jalen Rose comment, who basically said you got to spend money on your hair. That's if you're a man. 
Mm. So first off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary that is called barbers and beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all going to show up and get a fly haircut and y'all going to spend $35. Y'all going to go to the end of the line. Y'all going to hit up y'all barber. They're going to send you to the voicemail. You'll have a 1 o'clock appointment. You're going to get there at 1 o'clock and somebody going to be sitting in the chair. So first. Okay. So 100 bucks. I don't know how often you get um, a haircut. No. How often? He's going once a week, once twice a no, week. No, he's paying because he he's got hundred dollar haircut money. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Also, they putting like some some you know enhancements in that hairline for him. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah, and he's getting a touch up. Just one of those things for for men and women is different. You know, a hundred a hundred dollars depend on what you get for a woman that's a drop in the bucket <laughs> for your hair yeah. you yeah. know so it's just one of those things when a lot of men are used to spending like lower prices so you know and costs went up for them too because you know for mm. some of them they be looking like well goddamn now nah, it dollars to get my hair cut well i mean he is right that if you pay a barber a hundred dollars you will get to get your hair cut whenever the fuck you whenever want. you want yeah mm-hmm. that's true that is if that's what because it sounds more <laughs> like the flex wasn't the quality of the haircut, it was the convenience because he started talking about the time that you get your haircut and how many people you have to wait behind. That's just skipping the line, bro. Yeah. Right. He, he paid he paid he paid a speed pass fee to get his haircut. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's got plus he's he got hundreds in his pocket, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, ain't nothing to help. I'm not even like even if you don't have, I mean, we all have the capacity to skip the line if we have a hundred dollars that's right all yeah. he, that's all he really said it just sounded deeper than that yeah and he i guess his comparison price was 35 dollars, which i you guess you can is get a fly haircut for 35 dollars. i yeah. got a fly haircut for eight before it's not he's gonna have to wait behind whoever in line <laughs> yeah he's yeah. just gonna be packed in there on saturday mornings yeah, yeah. go there in the slow times go on wednesday afternoon when no one's exactly. around you just get you had to get your haircut on tuesday morning or whatever the fuck and that's right yeah, you still pay your uh, whatever the current prices are and be fine. You don't have to have a hundred dollars. And yeah, and and considering there's a good chance that uh, a lot of that hair isn't his, um, how much of his hair are they actually cutting? Yeah, I think yeah. it's more of an architecture going on in the front that they spending time on. With yeah, David. right. Yeah, it getting... always looks dope, but you know they got to put in that work. Uh, we got, um, before I get to the email, we got one comment on YouTube that I forgot last week, but Cheyenne left a comment a couple weeks ago. I keep thinking about the sports versus competition convo. If the difference is defense, chess is a sport. They do be sweating. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I would sooner call chess. I would sooner call chess, chess a sport because there is a defense to it. However, there does have to be some level of athleticism involved. Or okay. what if you have a vibrator up your ass that is telling you when to make <laughs> that's, moves? That's, that is- that's, now, who who is controlling the vibrator? <laughs> that might take away the sport aspect of it and turn it into more of a cheating situation. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe both people have vibrators and the opponent controls it. Yeah. Now you got okay. Yeah. Throws you off your game a little bit. You start vibrating. You start uh, queen, oh shit! Yeah, there has to be some level. There has to be some <laughs> level of athleticism involved in the in the sport. Right. I mean, yeah, just sweating. Just, it could just be hot out. Right? Yeah, it's hot in there. It don't. <laughs> it could be like a uh, hot chess or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like hot yoga, hot chess. Um, Lakita is in the chat singing a chicken song. See, <laughs> this is how it happens. 
And then we got an email from Aisha titled, The Air Fryer Has Entered the Chat. Here we go. Okay. What up, 3GO fam? Instead of going out for Valentine's Day and spending $200 on a meal, that's two haircuts, by the way. Uh, I decided to make what we would most likely order at the restaurant. I got a New York strip from the butcher department at the local grocery store for my husband and defrosted the salmon for me and my son. I decided to use the air fryer for this meal since it's quicker and my son is either going through a growth spurt or has a tapeworm. By 7.30 p.m., my toddler starts whining and getting angry if dinner isn't ready. Either way, I used olive oil, salt, pepper, and a little meat tenderizer on the steak and let it cook about 25 minutes on 400. It was close to a pound and a half. The salmon fillets were seasoned with Jamaican seasoning, onion powder, a touch of garlic, salt, and brushed with olive oil as well. Salmon fillets, you had that house stinking. It was set to, salmon's not that smelly though, as far as fish goes. Well, so, Randolph Ra- 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 don't eat fish. That's true. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's he don't, be, he don't, he don't appreciate the smell. All cooking stinks. In the, in the not to me. I um, like, I got some salmon up in here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Who got the air fryer cooking up in here? Um, Aisha said it was set to 400 of the same, 400 for 18 minutes. Then the results are attached to this email, minus the side dishes. The key to the steak was apparently letting it get to room temperature for 15 minutes before cooking. Yeah, I know there's a few steak helps. snobs listening, but the steak came out a lot better than expected. It came out somewhere between medium, medium well and well done. My husband is a rough critic with a very limited palate and seemed to really enjoy the steak. He literally inspected it before and after cutting it. What is this shit? Um, <laughs> where'd you cook it? Did he want it well done too? I'll get it. He didn't finish all of his steak and packed it up for lunch the next day. But when he got home, he said he had no time to eat at work. So he devoured it and his mashed potatoes at home. The salmon was very delicious and juicy. I didn't even drizzle with my honey glaze and it still came out flavorful. A site I read for cook times and prep for the steak recommended 15 minutes, but didn't say minutes per pound or what. But the damn site had the nerve to explain what an air fryer was and what a New York strip steak was. Bitch, I'm already here. I think we know. I'm already here. Just show me the damn instructions. Right. Um, What's the click to the recipe button? What do you all think? I'm low-key trying to get this air fryer hour podcast popping off where you show one. (laughs) The air fryer hour. One of the things you've cooked in an air fryer and the settings and clowning struggle meals. Sorry for the long email. And let me pull up the pictures because I I think the issue with air fryers and especially steak, but in general, is the sear. That's that's what the steak snob will tell you. It's about the sear. Yeah, because you so, can't get that in an air fryer normally. You ain't get no sear. Yeah. This is the salmon. That's uh, all right. We're good. That's got some good char on it. Mm-hmm. I guess I that's, that. That yeah, that, yeah, it looks good. And then the steak actually has more sear than yeah, you would that's think. That's some good sear on that steak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so. I mean, I'd have to see it chopped. I'd need to see the middle to see if I would fuck with it because I'm not really a medium well to well done person. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that's like Randolph's feed, but I, you know, I, I like medium it. well. Like well, then the thing with steak, too, if you have the meat thermometer, you know, you're going to. It's going to hit like medium or or medium rare before it gets right. that dark on the outside. Right. Uh, so you can try cooking it frozen so that the outside gets more cook time. Right. For the inside or cooking it cold, maybe not even frozen. And you might get some of that. But if, yeah, if you're going to get that type of char on it, you're probably going to cook it to like medium well in an air fryer. And um, with my salmon in the air fryer, I normally hit it with a little bit of oil 
on on top of it. Yeah. But come out a little bit more like juicy looking, shiny looking. But I I think that kind of dry rub look is still looks delicious. I would eat the fuck out of that. Yeah. Salmon is is a is an easy air fryer meal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to fuck it up. Fucking, um, salmon it's like, it's like a from, uh, chicken, boneless chicken thighs. You yeah, you can really overcook it. Up. It's fine. If you go to Aldi, you can get those boneless salmon fillets. I mean, those salmon those fillets really that's good. already pre-seasoned. Yeah. And uh, them joints do be hitting. Yeah, Harris Teeter has those too. They have like a bourbon seasoned mm-hmm. one. Oh, man. The bourbon no, that's salmon, not bourbon. That's my that favorite bourbon. flavor right there. Yeah. Uh, Take God. y'all's word for it. I'm going to have to go to Harris Teeter after this. And, and, uh, Chicken thighs too. I, you know, I ran across this thing. I haven't, I've been just doing basic like chicken breasts in my air fryer for a while. I haven't done anything ambitious. Mm-hmm. But then I ran across a lemon pepper air fryer chicken thigh recipe on okay, YouTube. Now. Okay. We talking. So Let's I might see. have to do that with <laughs> thighs. You can leave it skin side up the whole time no. and it still cooks all the way through and the skin gets extra crispy. Come on. Mm-hmm. Or you can do the halfway flip yeah, and get it good. somewhat crispy. That's but my you don't, favorite. That's my favorite struggle meal. Yeah, is like after we record a show and I ain't got time to do right. all that shit in the kitchen, I'll fucking get a pre-made like the, those public salads mix or something like, you know, the ones you get in the bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get your salad mix. You go ahead and cook that up. They ain't gonna, I mean, hook that up. They ain't gonna take but five minutes. And then while you're doing that, you go ahead and season up some salmon thighs, rub them down, you know, get a little bit of oil in there and, and just coat them. Yeah, sit them in that air fryer, and I normally I will flip them one time, but you don't have to. Yeah, I've done both. If you want the extra crispy skin, you don't have to. Right, and you can keep it skin side up, and it'll cook through because thighs you can overcook them, and they're still juicy, you know, and they still be juicy, bro. Like thighs is underrated, and they don't cost that much. The inflation Mm -hmm. didn't hit the thighs, dog. It all it never got to thighs. (laughs) The inflation Mm -hmm. skipped thighs altogether. Yeah, like everything was fucked up. Wings, breast, everything, but they don't hit thighs, Mm -hmm. and they don't, and they don't hit leg quarters. Because yeah. we uh when uh when me back in the day when me and Roger didn't have a whole lot of money, not that we have a whole lot of money now, we didn't have a whole lot of money. I used to go in Harris Teeter and like nobody wanted the quarters. So they would sell the quarters like dirt cheap. So I would just just take the quarters, buy a bunch, and just break it. Cause I liked the yeah. legs and he liked the thigh, he liked the uh the thighs, and we just kept it like that. Chicken, 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 take one bite and it all starts clicking, crown up my day. If you cook air fryer chicken thighs, you got to sing this all the whole time. Sauce it up and top it with mas, chicken my way. You roll your season the day at BK, have it your way. You rule. When so. I write when I write chicken the musical and Chris Lambert is my lead. Come on. <laughs> he will be singing that song. Chicken, chicken, Chris trying to be shamed. He knows he getting paid. I think this is him. Take one he don't want to claim it because it's black history month. He doesn't want to be a cool. Yeah, he doesn't want to be criticized. Yeah, he doesn't want to take the heat for the the chicken song. Yeah, you don't want to end up on the coon list, but it's okay, <laughs> brother. I'm not. We gonna know it's you. This. I love we, chicken too. Chicken, you got chicken, a lot of your friends. Chicken, chicken. <laughs> niggas always love that chicken. Chicken, chicken, chicken <laughs> Italian spicy bacon chicken. Take one bite and it all starts. I mean, it could be. It could be Chris. It could be someone who just sounds like Chris. But yeah, for the purpose of the podcast, that Chris singing. I think he's moonlighting as this guy. <laughs> You got an alias and everything that he just do chicken jingles and shit too. And he don't, he don't, <laughs> he don't, he don't want to claim it. He, don't. he doesn't want to claim it. But 
Hey, chicken jingles, put my kid through college, bought my house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to apologize for this, guys. Mm -mm. It's like how the woman that plays Annie at Popeye's probably don't got that on her acting resume. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Mm. They ain't going to claim that. Yeah, that's her name, Annie, in the commercials. Yeah, yeah. The Popeye's lady. She's from the Popeye's lady. lady. Commercials. Yeah. Yeah, she's from like Virgin Islands. You better. Ooh. <laughs> you Girl, better. I like chicken for Popeye's. Ooh, my shipping, my shipping grits, collard greens is going to tear your feet up or whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make any of this. I uh, was in for it. I didn't get it. They're like, all right, that's a that's a wrap on Annie Cutting. She's like, all right, to the loo, everyone. Um, time to head to the loo. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, we did get that, that's all the comments. We, we got a tweet that I, I was gonna reply to, but I didn't. Um, there's some fucking Rihanna numerology going around. Oh shit! And oh shit! Not the numbers. It's way out there. It's fucking. This is this puts like Kobe numerology to shame. Oh no! What's... Look at this, Rihanna. The Illuminati was founded on May 1st, 1776. Rihanna is a headline of the Super Bowl halftime show and was born on the 51st day of the year. She will be performing exactly 51 weeks after her birthday, et cetera, et cetera. It's go, it goes deep. Wow. So, Jesus. The, uh, Rihanna is somehow it equates to number 38, which is the 163rd prime. Uh, both teams were 16 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles coach was born June 15th, 81, 15,217 days before Super Bowl 57, 15,217 is the 1776th prime. U.S. was founded in 1776. Uh, uh, Why does that? Uh, they, didn't, they didn't work in the 1619 project at no point? None. They didn't. And uh, and also <laughs> it says Queen Elizabeth was born 1776 days after Prince Philip. What does that have to do with Rihanna, though? Nothing. Um, I blame Elon Musk. This shit was supposed to be 240. Maybe because she's from Barbados. I don't know. Yeah. I I was going to reply. I bet you uh, they pay for the Twitter blue. So that's why we're getting this bullshit. I didn't reply, but the he's the, the first sentence. The Illuminati was founded May 1st, 5 1 How do you know that? And all these 51s. So, um, Rihanna was born, or Rihanna performed on the 51st day of the year, 51 weeks after her birthday. But, however, the Illuminati was founded in Germany. And so the date there would read 1 5 1776 because mm. they flip it in Europe, which means all that 51 shit doesn't doesn't count. Also, five months in one day was cheating because that <laughs> right. wasn't the days anymore. He switched the months in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try, buddy. There's so much cheating on numerology. It's just yeah. uh, we're going to add on this one. We're going to multiply on this one. We're going to make it a, a whole different calculation on the next one. What was the point of this? Um, a long way to try to prove a point. What was the point? I don't know. I don't know. And and they never. They said Super Bowl Fifty Seven. They never incorporated Fifty Seven, which was interesting. Um, I think the point is just to promote eating chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point. Yeah, this is the thing when when I used to do that Kobe numerology. You can cherry pick anything. You can you can. just say this number is significant. We're going to add this one. We're going to not add the other one because the other one doesn't add up to what we wanted. Um, but yeah, that was someone sent that MF Doom Marine sent us that uh, on Twitter, and uh, I didn't reply to it. So there you go. It's uh, you know I, I stopped at Kobe numerology. I okay, didn't go girls, have fun. Hopefully, I'll be here when y'all get. If not, if not, I'll see you shortly. I'm not staying out late tonight. I didn't go all deep into it like. Uh, 
like I was Riza or something. Riza had a lot of numerology with Wu Tang Clan mm. in the early days. I never cared. <laughs> I was like, get back to rapping, right? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me finish. I was thirty six chambers, right? Thirty six now, and he had some significance. Some ghost face, and one of the one of the verses was Riza doing that shit. I was like, bro, if you don't hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wu Tang had nine members and thirty-six chambers. Is nine is a multiple or thir- whatever? And um, there was some other thing too with nines and something. I remember hearing RZA talk about that back in the early days. Right, right, like, right. Okay, but there's actually another Wu Tang member because you're not counting. Are you counting everybody? Capadonna, Master Killer. You know, it's like because then yeah. you can add up to ten, but that that fucks up the numbers. So we're gonna not count that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all, right. all the comments. That's all the comments the next, and emails. Get the next article, Andy. Let's we got we got promises. To keep. <laughs> we, we we got a set piece next. So we got a couple we can go to. All right, uh, we can talk about the average penis length growing. I don't even know I what guess, that means. I guess yeah, worldwide, right? Like evolution. How does that happen? <laughs> Just one day all this inch or two. All these Ben Shapiro people talking about how testosterone is low. And yet, dicks are growing. Oh, uh, I get it because the world's getting blacker. That okay? Let's, let's go to the next. <laughs> next, next article. <laughs> the world's getting browner. That's what I yeah. thought was happening. There's a lot of you know a lot of migrations happening. Doctors yeah. call it concerning. Right. Why is it browning of the earth? Well, why is that's it concerning? That's why it's concerning. I, I told y'all what it is. It's concerning to them because they like you know why they're getting bigger, right? This is the New York Post getting calling blacker. It Look at that. Look at that first story as average penis length has grown in 30 years. I'm a trophy husband with three wives. They work while I stay at home. He black man, a black man with three white women. <laughs> yeah. Why now? Why would the NY Post put that in the algorithm as first? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. This headline, this headline is like a climate change headline. Like the earth has been warming for 30 years. Doctors call it concerning. Like, yeah. uh, Average penis length has increased over the past 30 years. A new study has revealed. I don't know whether they're measuring them, but apparently they have been. It might not be the <laughs> ideal reality every man dreams of. First of all, this is not what every man dreams of. Every man dreams of their penis being bigger yeah. <laughs> than the other men. Yeah, it can't be relative. It has to be <laughs> like if everyone's grows, then mine's still, yeah. Yeah. Mine's you're, still you're still average. If you, if you have a small penis, you're not praying every night for everyone's penis to grow. <laughs> right. No, just yours. What? <laughs> Researchers fear the phallic inflation is due to unhealthy habits like binging junk food or being mostly sedentary or even pollution. So the healthy guy has the little dick, the guy uh, who takes care the one, of the one that's like working out, eating right. Yeah, he's got this? he's got like air fryer salmon going. Now, now, now we now fat men can start doing stand up like fat black women used to do. <laughs> oh, I might got a big stomach. But there's a lot of dick up under this. <laughs> you know you want this. Taking it to Def Jam levels and shit. <laughs> oh, y'all fucking with them skinny niggas? <laughs> you know y'all what they say about skinny dudes? with this big belly and this big dick. <laughs> every, like, uh, every red carpet is going to be like some... Some dude with Cheeto stains on his fingers standing next to like the hottest woman in the world. <laughs> yes. Y'all know it's cuffing season, ladies. Right. 
Um, <laughs> the, the quote here, if we're seeing this fast of a change, it means something powerful is happening for to our bodies. I guess the I guess the this rapid change, 30 years is the is the issue. It's the fault of the chicken. It always goes back to the chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. Come and get you some dickin'. Just when you thought, <laughs> just when you thought you'd heard all about all the benefits of chicken, turns out there's more. Right. <laughs> Remember when Randolph was asking who eats churches? Well, now well, apparently, apparently a, a lot, lot of men do. Prayers have been answered. A lot of men do. They've been pumping it full of steroids and they've been going straight to the penis. Hey, right. the only church I know is just chicken. Right. These hormones uh, got me at my dick growing and my titties growing. <laughs> I studied data of 75 studies over 55,000 men from 92 to 2021, focusing on the length of an erect penis. Researchers discovered the average penis size has grown a staggering 24% over nearly three decades. That's Does a that long mean, time. 30 years? And a long penis. <laughs> Does that mean that... A guy who came of age 30 years ago has seen it continue to grow or just people who are coming to age today who grew up in this era right. are are bigger than people from the previous generations. Because right. that's that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's the latter. It's got to be the latter. Yeah. So erect penile length is getting longer from an average of 4.8 inches to 6 inches over the past 29 years. While more studies are needed to confirm the findings and if confirmed, determine the cause of the changes as research conclusions are hard for experts to swallow, New York wow. Post. Wow. Oh, like they be swallowing this dick. <laughs> so, so they almost, they almost also, choked when they found the results. Yes. <laughs> Choking that chicken girl. <laughs> yeah, the results are directly in their face. <laughs> um, the average penis went from six inches to 7.44 inches is what they're saying. So. Here's my question now. Well, it says that's, 4. It, that's 8 if to it's six. six. Yeah, they say 4.8 to 6. Well, here's my question. Where um how is the experiment done? Yeah, I guess um I don't think they around? really said like like they said they, like they tell you it's me what it's measuring, but I'm like, how did y'all conduct the Right. Measuring the yeah, y'all standing like get hard, get hard. Getting people erect, like it seems like it's a lot to this. That <laughs> pull, pull out the ruler, guys. Yeah, and like like and that's the thing. It's like where is someone literally taking a ruler? Like, are you just standing there while someone is got to be? That's the only thing that makes pulling sense. Pulling out a tape measure. And is it like you? a Viagra thing? Are they like like are people using performance enhancements? Like, what is going on? I like the related articles. Study suggests size actually does matter when it comes to male fertility. So yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's going from bad to worse for people with less than 4.8 inches. Yeah, it's not a good day for you. Past studies have, have claimed pollution is shrinking the penis, yet the study may prove those findings false. American male penises rank only 59th in the world. Once again, we're lagging behind other developed nations. Has anybody Hello? told them that? Because as far as they're concerned, they're number one. <laughs> I also love how like only 59th is uh insult if you expected us to be number one. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's only an insult if it's in your head that America got to have the biggest dicks on the planet. And also the 59th to first might be like a centimeter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like we don't know how wide that gap actually is. Need a little is. more info. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's of course pictures of bananas all over this thing. So we don't. No one knows why this is happening, but apparently it's happening. 
and there are 195 countries so we're in the top third that's fine that's that's not bad yeah it's Uh, only it's only if you thought we were number one that you would be like god damn (laughs) (laughs) i mean we don't get cum laude or anything but we're we're like you know also like Y'all ain't out there. No mending goes happening. Also, low key, like I, I feel like if we separated this by race, th- then it would really, <laughs> then we really be getting to the bottom of something. Yeah, that should that should be a category for real Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling that in this uh, relay race, brothers is running fourth. Right. <laughs> exactly. We we pulling off that last quarter mile. You know what I mean. <laughs> You guys, we guys, we win as a team, we lose as a team. All right. There's some people dragging us behind, but we we just ain't saying nothing. Yeah, but, they, they lowering the average. Let's like just maybe. let's just say, just like the real Olympics, Jamaica and Africa is probably <laughs> kicking our ass right now. Yeah, like maybe maybe America as a country is 59th in the world, but like eight of the top ten are American. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, who knows. It might be something like that. I want to see some individual measurements and then we really get this really stir some shit up in America. Right. Yeah. It's an individual sport, you know, yeah. or competition. It's not really a sport. You can't release, D up. Release the racial demographics of this study. You want to see some, you want to see something go viral. They gonna, they're not going to do that. Is it going to be like some kind of AAU dick team? That's yeah. just like a select team that just has the biggest dicks. White penis length has actually gone down. Uh, so, <laughs> and that's why they're passing all these laws. <laughs> Thank uh, due to church's chicken, black penis length has gone up fifty percent in thirty. Oh no. uh, a study says that well-endowed men were less likely to face well, infertility. We never blame Popeyes issues. chicken for anything. <laughs> we oh, never, we never blame Popeyes, do we? I mean, you blame it for getting shot in the parking lot. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Making you yeah, 15 minutes late somewhere for waiting on spicy, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next article, Andy. We we got it. Yeah, well, I think we milked that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you did there. All right, we got a few to choose from. We can do Tiger Woods. We can do the pickleball problem. Mark is looking at pickleball complaints. Um, what the hell is pickleball, y'all? Am I the only one that's going, the fuck is this? I don't it's, know what pickleball is. It's standing ping pong. It's yeah. ping pong. It's ping pong on a tennis court. It's like between ping pong and tennis, basically. Yes. Okay. I think you can play it in the street some places, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the ball is not a tennis ball. You play, right? No, it's a little bit bigger. You play with two people on each side. LeBron invested in a company. Yeah. That, but the thing is that the, the, the thing makes a noise. It makes a distinct noise. It's a yeah, little louder than a than a uh, tennis racket to me. So racket, this is Arlington, Virginia. Racket from Rackets has Arlington neighbors booing pickleball. Mm-hmm. Right a up the street. News reports. When I was his age. This is had- WSA 9. Um, yep, yep, yep. So, uh, okay, you know that it's makes quality. Sense. Yeah. This is about like cornhole. First time I heard that, I was like, the fuck is a cornhole? <laughs> right. So there's, there's actually another news report later in this article. So there's a couple videos. Over pickleball has moved to Arlington. One more battle between neighbors and players of the sport that is smashing through the country. That is kind of la- that's, that's got a pop to it. That sound. Mm-hmm. It is the racket from the racket. It's not like a regular It's just too much. 15 hours a day, seven days a week. It's too much. 
Along a stretch of 16th Street South in Arlington Village, neighbors say it is not just the noise. A poster distributed here complains of large crowds public. You know what it is, right, Andy? Bullying of where this is? Yeah, that's that community center by the draft house. Oh, okay. Yeah, Walter Reed. Okay. Right. Uh, bullying so they, of children by pickleball players is is crazy to me. And bullying of children, public urination. I don't know yeah, about the urination. Some of this, some of this, I'm like, wondering if it's even pickleball, pickleball related. Yeah. Right. They go yeah, out just, there drunk and then yeah. just be belligerent. Hey, four eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Get off our court. What you got in your book bag, you homework nerd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go home, sir. <laughs> These are the jocks of Arlington, Virginia. Yeah, the pickleball yes. players. They're grown ass. They're all grown ass adults too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, lowly hey, running you, back and forth on a court. Your mama so black. When she went to night school, she was marked as absent. <laughs> Damn pickleball players. Always bullying us. <laughs> Can't believe this shit. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> Complaints of large crowds, public urination, and bullying of children looking to play other sports. Well, we've seen the public urination. Why do you think the county put a porta potty here? For this uh, uh, reporting. Okay, first of all, stop right there. This is how you know it's white people. This man, they complained about public urination, and the county came out and brought a bathroom. They didn't arrest nobody. They didn't shut it down. They didn't put out no fines, no tickets. They didn't even move to court. They said they're doing what? All right, we'll get right. Hey, we ain't got a fucking public bathroom. That must be nice. We're listening to your concerns. And then they just open up the garage full of public toilets just in case. They got sitting around. Yeah. Wheel one out. Only one for this court. Wheel it out. Send it over to the court. Let me know if that complaint again. We're just putting an additional one out there. If I had a dollar for every basketball court I got run out of somehow through some bullshit when somebody complained, it was (laughs) never any accommodating shit like let's get them some public bathrooms. It was always like just take the hoop down. (laughs) Exactly. They take the goal down. Take the take the net you get put a take the net off so it's not fun anymore. Yeah, like they always just did some like we're gonna shut it down. Yeah. And then uh, this one says it has a conversion of three tennis to nine pickleball courts. So that's, I guess, the ratio. Uh, they just take down tennis courts, but use this use the court, and then just, I guess, paint more lines on it and make it a three uh, pickleball, nine pickleball courts. Sports. Well, we've seen the public urination. Why do you think the county put a porta potty here? For this uh, uh, reporting visit, uh, you can report no uh, signs of uh, public urination or overt bullying fans of oh what you mean you didn't do it in front of the camera really this guy's a little bit of a asshole that's snarky people like him are the reason why motherfuckers don't like these motherfuckers that's why motherfuckers (laughs) like you i do i do i I do believe him now i don't think he's out there public urinating and bullying people you like honestly man this is the twist of this story i didn't see coming but these white people are how I feel every time they shut down a basketball court. <laughs> like they, like I've lived these lies. I've lived the, they're out there drinking and smoking weed. And like, no, the yeah. fuck we are making noise late at night. Right. Like I wish the news came out there and I would have sounded just like this motherfucker. Like you can report. I'm not smoking weed or getting my <laughs> dick sucked right now. I'm just shooting threes. God damn. Right. And then getting someone my- at home is like, these guys are jerks. Getting my 59th rank. Dick sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to fucking shoot some hoops, bro. 
report no uh, signs of uh, public urination or overt bullying. Fans have flocked to Arlington County's Walter Reed Community Center courts to play a sport that combines elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. You can play as old as me or as young as that kid I just beat. Now the county <laughs> is looking to elements of that tennis. That kid I just beat, no, that, that kid I just whipped their asses. That was some bullying right there. I about to say, yeah, that, that's why the kids reporting the bullying. The kind of bullying I support, by the way. <laughs> Morning, Andy. Elements of tennis, badminton, a sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> You can play as old as me or as young as that kid I just beat. Oh, now, shit. the county is looking to install more courts, and supporters oh. are looking for a compromise with neighbors. They can regulate the hours. You can change the paddles. You can change the balls. I think that the sound issue can be dealt with. We love to talk about, at a minimum, restricting the days and hours. Hey, if we could do what Vienna just did, that would be great but the county hasn't indicated any interest in that. We, we want to seek alternatives. We suggested such alternatives to the county. The county has slated a public meeting here Thursday night, but neighbors are not sure it's really listening. In Arlington, Bruce Lachan, W. And you know this is a mostly white sport because no one's complaining about the music they're playing. Nope. Yeah, this is some real good to be white. That's just mm. white shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. They're playing their bass white music. Here's what will happen is... Black and brown people are coming to start dominating, and then that should get cut shut down quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, honestly, won't, won't nobody have no paddle. That's what will happen. If I was the community, that's what I would do: import yeah. some black kids, <laughs> let them teach them the rules, let them dominate these white people, and it'll be shut down within three weeks. Right, there'll be no the lights will be shut off. Yeah, no, no more nets will be out there. Shit, the fence will be locked. <laughs> like, what happened? He says they built pickleball courts. They're not really. They're just tennis courts. You just you wheel an extra. They, like the net that they use for that is smaller, so they it's wheel on it. Wheels. It's <laughs> on wheels. Just wheel it out. They ain't got to build nothing. The courts are there. I think this is another one. This is the one from Vienna. I think. No ball or a dead ball. It's the sound of that ball. That has neighbors up in arms. These courts probably fifty feet from my doorstep. Uh, I can hear all of the action in my bedroom in the back of the house. Mary McKee lives across the street from the Walter Reed Community Center tennis courts that oh, this is the as same of one. late have one. become the hotspot for pickleball players across the area. We've got more people coming, more people playing, more people wanting to play. Vaughn lives in Annandale and has been playing since the summer. He says he gets that the noise might be a nuisance for some. Here, this pickpock of the pickleball, I don't know if it's, you know, irritating for some, but for us it's great. He and the others say they... You know what I noticed on the other report, the one that took place during the day, one of the guys on the pickleball court had like uh, like earplugs in. Yeah. Is that because of the noise? Is it that loud? Follow the rules. Oh, Only yeah. playing during the hours permitted. Oh, this is like a black court. Someone would have just shot the lights out by now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want people to play at night. That's what they used to do at Seabrook Park. About once every couple of weeks, you look up and be like, oh, ain't no lights. Yeah, can't play now. Works in the uh, Walter Reed Center. Tells us to stop at 10 o'clock. He'll come out and be like, everyone out like right now. Those neighbors I spoke with who are upset about this say it's not that they're anti-pickleball. It's just that they want some guidelines put in place. We're not against the sport of pickleball. We want you to have fun. We want you to go out and exercise. We want you to be with your friends. McKee says the hours need to be shortened. Not my that backyard. something should be done to block out the sound and that the number of pickleball courts should be spread out. We've got 80 plus tennis courts available across the county that could be dual purpose. The players offered some suggestions. If someone's able to create a paddle, it's like, you know, noise canceling or whatever. Okay, so so here's what he does. He he <laughs> offers an impossible solution. Right. Well, if someone could just invent some scientists could just invent a paddle that right. that 
doesn't make noise. Made out of like Nerf or something. Maybe like a Nerf (laughs) paddle, Nerf pickleball. Can we try that? Make the fencing soundproof. That's the only thing you got to do. You got to build in sound dampening walls. You can do that, but that shit costs. That's expensive. You down for that? Maybe put in some sound walls here. Nikki says she hey, and her neighbors it. have spoken to the knows. county about this a number of times. Now they're considering taking legal action if changes aren't made. In Arlington, Katie Lasso, don't yeah, because they're white, so they can do that. <laughs> she said every person right. interviewed has been a douchebag. I'm like, right. that's a, that's entitlement, is what even that the, is. even the neighbors were. I wasn't yeah. even on their side. After Everybody's a douchebag in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah even more. Don't be just don't be a dickleball. <laughs> some kind of pickleball summit yeah the neighbors get together when it gets to controversy in northern virginia glendon park in vienna has really become this a hot vienna. spot for pickleball some neighbors there they just wanted to pause though they want to pause from all it's the long ago tonight vienna's town leaders voted how are there this many news reports how and when some people can play our kitty lesso is following that force Northern Virginia. And that meeting wrapped up here in the last hour. <laughs> they got meetings going on. And a half now tonight, mm-hmm. the council voted to only allow pickleball to be played four days a week with set hours. They are also recommending players use quieter paddles. It's that, that pop of the ball from the growing sport of pickleball in Vienna. Just been really Why easy. Why is it every report the pop gets louder? Are they piping in? <laughs> piping like, in noise. What, yeah. if, what if the pickleball people are such dicks, they're getting louder balls and paddles every time? <laughs> On yeah, purpose. Just making all kinds of noise. Are we gonna only play four days? Give me my loud paddle. Thank you. <laughs> They're grunting like Give a me tennis my player. Super strong paddle. Yes, that one. Grunting like Monica Salas. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> accessible. We have fun. We work up a sweat. That has some neighbors off the court frustrated. On any given day, you could hear anywhere between 10,000 and 40,000 pops. Dan Lease lives across the street from Glendon Park and is one of the people behind the push for change. Knowing that we're going to have days off and not just, oh, thank God it's raining type of day. I think we can tolerate that while some neighbors agree there's too much popping off others did not we live right there doesn't bother us there's always someone complaining about noise about something in vienna i think it's kind of silly i just think it's insane the park is all white folks court and baseball fields whenever they hit the ball that's louder yeah they had a nice court with like all the lines are painted i ain't seen no fence i said it was white folks (laughs) (laughs) they got nice basketball courts nobody was even they don't even got chain yeah, they, got, they only got one kid at the fucking basketball court. Look at the backboards. I know they got two very nice court. Oh, two, two, yeah, very nice goals. They got the offset oh, paint. Middle, for they the, ain't the kind you can roll away. They ain't got that fence that make you gotta climb over it to get the rebound and shit. Yeah. Yeah, Must they got a nice. wall here for hitting tennis balls. Yep. Good to be yeah, watching. This court is nice. There's one kid playing on it. No one even knows about this place. All right. Mm-hmm. They were too busy playing pickleball. <laughs> pickleball court and baseball fields whenever they hit the ball with a bat that's louder than the pickleballs but lease disagrees a tennis ball you can't hear from my house it's a little league up there and let's face it they only make contact with the ball like once every five minutes tonight the council voted to pass a motion <laughs> Passes. sorry did he just and let's face just, it our children are bad athletes yeah. so, and nobody's going to the pros guys very hey guys. rarely hear any noise from the baseball field other than someone maybe like losing an, an eye yeah you can't you can't hear a strikeout <laughs> strikeouts are quiet you can't yeah. hear nothing like that i'm gonna be honest with you be honest with you it's very quiet with them kids play all right there's nothing to share for <laughs> look 
those uncoordinated ass kids can go come play pickleball anytime they want. Listen, there's a reason the pickleball players are bullying them because they <laughs> they terrible athletes. All right, they're terrible what they do. <laughs> Voted to pass a motion that passes limiting the hours and days of the week. One neighbor worries, what's next? I just think, what are we? Is that what's going to be? They're going to come for our guns next. Close the yeah, park altogether. It's silly. Now they also said they plan to do a study to see how this impacts the neighborhood. Those rules will go into effect on March first. For more information, you can head to our website, wusa9.com. In Vienna, I'm. Katie. I don't know what that's like to live by a pickleball court, but I know in New York there was a loud ass train that went by my apartment, and I stopped hearing it on day two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sleeping with the windows open in this bitch. Yeah. Right I mean, by the right by the hospital, by the way. <laughs> you just you see you tune it out. You just automatically your brain just tunes it out. Yeah. It tunes right. out because I had to get used to it because you'd be there and all you hear boop, 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 boop. I kept because at first I was like, what the fuck is that? Why does that every some, 10 minutes? See, the only thing that was woken me up so far is one day they did some drilling right outside my at 7 20 in the morning they did drilling right outside the my bedroom window other than that i'm good bro yeah you can't yeah your brain can't block out drilling yeah but that I little like, I i'm up yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess we're all up i guess i came to work with you guys yeah but if you're talking about forty thousand pickleball slaps man i would have got used to that shit so fast <laughs> me too and went on to sleep well, i guess they playing pickleball from 100 yards away yeah but oh well what's next andy yeah, what else we got <laughs> we got okay let, let, let's well, like to... there's a, a couple stories here there's um there's the guy that called clarence thomas and uncle tom there's aaron Rodgers oh, with this conspiracy so... shit there's the the gay singers who got uh, canceled from a Christian college. Uh, there's poop bacteria all over New York. And uh, Len Youngkin wants to track girls' periods. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rod, you want to talk about the poop bacteria you're living in? Sure. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, they sing a lot in New York City as though the rest of the Rod, world Tanya? isn't like this. I mean, it just feel like a non-story. Like, who didn't? know this the city has rats all over it like yeah and the subways i mean Keisha? was anyone under the like idea that like god damn i thought new york was super clean <laughs> greatest city well, i think people just don't like to know that no this is the, this is what you're dealing with they don't like to know they like to believe that they're not dealing with any of this yeah, shit. And, and it's literally everywhere you go because people don't wash their hands yeah. walking around the big crapple is tracking poop into your home. Good crap. Well, I see what you did there. A new study shows that New York City sidewalks may be filthier than you realize. I, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure. Who's I, touching the sidewalks? I never thought they were that clean. Yeah. Um, DC has clean sidewalks, but even they are probably filthy. Right. Yeah. Walking on as long as people day. live there and have pets, there's poop everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it is. You have to watch where you're stepping. You got homeless people and stuff that like live in the street. It's, of course, it's filthy. Yeah, uh, the, New York is a city that collects garbage every day. There's piles of trash every day. Yeah, uh, right by the, right on the curb, basically. Uh, uh, this people were like shocked when I was like, I haven't seen a rat yet. Not only I've been here a couple of weeks, so you don't take subways, do you? No, but mm -hmm. I, I just said, yeah, I haven't really wow. seen a, you haven't seen a rat. I was like, why do y'all act like that's a good thing <laughs> to talk about for your city? That's that, that means something bad. The greatest rats in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is why the study is is uh, important, because the study shows that the Upper East Side 
where people, rich people live. Dogs on leashes. Has a lot of the dirtiest sidewalks. Dogs on leashes. They don't clean up after their dogs. People who live up there think that they're they're above it all. They don't have to clean up after the dogs. That's what that is. Like a maid will get this, right? I'm like, no. Yeah. Findings published in the journal Indoor and and Built Environment shows a concerning level of turd-related pathogens, which could cause significant health issues, are carried into the home via shoes. A team at Marymount Manhattan College took to the streets of Manhattan's Upper East Side neighborhood, where the campus is located to measure the grime left behind by dogs behinds. Chemistry professor Alessandra Larry, who co-authored the study, I want them to do this in other places, though. Yeah. Uh, told the Post that she and students took samples from sidewalks in the East 70s, as well as carpets and uncarpeted floors, and the college's undergraduate campus to determine how much fecal bacteria there is on those surfaces. Uh, we found numbers of bacteria that were absolutely astonishing. The real question was, even after the feces are ostensibly cleaned up, do the bacteria persist on the sidewalks? The answer was a definitive yes. Right. Yeah. Um, Unless yeah, you I want them to. Yes. Do you compare this to other areas, or are there someone picking up after their dog, or not? Because it's got to be everywhere like this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> students used pipettes to co- collect water from puddles near campus, paying particular attention to the areas that didn't look visibly filthy, which turned out to be a lot more fecal fueled than previously thought. I'm going to be honest. When I lived in New York, I did not like take off my shoes when I came in, you know, like, like some people have those rules relentless about that. First thing I do, like you might as well call me Mr. Rogers. That is the first shit I do. Take the shoes off, just put them in the, by the door. I walk up in this bitch. I take my shoes off, throw them in the closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wash my hands. Yeah. So this has a handy diagram of a person walking through dog shit and then walking into their house. We get it. (laughs) New York post. That's hilarious. We know they didn't pick it up with their hands and smear it on their walls. We know how it got in the house. The offices and stuff. That's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's gotta be every city. That can't yeah, be exactly. I mean, it's gotta be every city, right? Grant in the in the suburbs, the dog will do its business in the grass, and you're not walking through the grass, you're walking down the sidewalk, but it's Correct. still gotta make its way. People are gonna track it back off into the sidewalk. This, this is the, the same scare tactic they do when it's like those touch screens in the grocery store have more on them than just <laughs> bargains. And you're like, we know, nigga. They have shit on them. I've been in a bathroom before. I know you motherfuckers don't even wash your nasty ass hands. Mm-mm. Walk right by that sink. And go touch the touch screen and then I'm touching the shit. Like, I know. Yeah, when I was, uh, when I would do like road gigs and comedy, and like you'd have a little travel bag with like your toothbrush and stuff in it. I have one of those little Lysol, thing, like a travel one. I would always spray, first of all, any doorknob and also any light switch, but also the remote control. You, you kind of forget about that. Because right. everybody's hands are all over that remote control. Yep. And they have shit caked on them. You don't even know it. But you got to assume that it's everywhere. Yeah, you're not going to get it all anyway. But you just you're do right. it. You're not going to get it all. But the truth is, you've been living in this filth for however long you've been alive. So yep. hopefully New York's got the, the best feces in the world. Yeah. <laughs> got the fucking best bacteria in, <laughs> in Brooklyn over here. Because we're in New York, baby. It's not a real bodega unless you walk out with E. coli, New York. Oh, no. Love it. You got to learn to love it. <laughs> love it or leave it. It's New York. I'm shitting here. <laughs> you think you're cleaner than me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I want them to do, I, I hope this expands. I want them to do other cities. I want them to do subur- suburban areas. Maybe there's like a line where it gets cleaner in certain like uh, certain types yeah. of neighborhoods. But I think this made news because it's the Upper East Side. Yeah. And well, yeah, because like, that's where the oh, shit's coming from. We actually, we we spend a lot of money on our homes and it's clean here. It's not like the other parts of New York City. Mm-hmm. My little dog could never, could never track feces in the house. When it's in a stroller and I'm pushing it down the street, <laughs> I mean, where's the supposed shit? Okay. Well, that's the other thing too. Even if you take your shoes off, your dog's not wearing shoes, right? So your dog's just running around in your house. Yep. After yeah. running around all With over, shit on their feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. all over Hopping the on your couch and kissing it in the mouth and shit. Yeah, pawing at your face sometimes. You love it. You yeah, just... that's how you develop immunity to shit. Yeah. Just don't think about it, everybody. <laughs> Try not to think about it. Just all go back to not thinking about this shit. We don't need news <laughs> coverage of this. What's next? Did you know New York is dirty? Right. Very much so. <laughs> yes, actually, we did know that. That's part of the charm of it. It's a little, it's old. It's a little bit beat up. All right, we'll do one more. What we got? <laughs> all right, we got chat. If chat wants to chime in on these, we got... Uh, a Georgia state senator who called Clarence Thomas and Uncle Tom on the state Senate floor. That's probably the one. Um, I think that's just video. That, we know it. That, we know that, though. You know I haven't I mean? seen the video. I okay. the video. Roll that out. Let's go ahead and look at it. Yeah. We'll, we'll right. wrap up on that. No, I can't get enough of this content. I know. Did you put him on your list? <laughs> Clarence Thomas? Yeah. Oh, come on, brother. Come on. That's what I thought, right? You did get him. No way. I haven't done him yet, but I'm saving him. Okay. You saving mm-hmm. him. All right. Come yeah, on, you gotta brother. you gotta wait. You gotta, gotta... Put a lot of no, you don't blow your load first guy, you know. Bro, you came out the box with Jason Whitlock. White lock, excuse me. Whitlock. <laughs> White lick. White lick. <laughs> uh well, you know, I'm gonna work, I'm work. I mean, but Jason Whitlock is low-key not that big, like he's not that powerful of a coon. Because he's not consistent. He's yeah, he low-key kind of weak. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a work ethic of Clarence Thomas. I'm gonna be honest; they're not in the same Cl- box. Clarence Thomas is fucking passing laws. That's Clarence Thomas did. might be the goat coon, bro. Come on, all time. <laughs> Do a lot of thinking. MVP. About. Uh, this this guy um, Emmanuel Jones in Georgia. I don't know why he was spe- what like what uh, some kind of bill he's speaking about in the Georgia State Senate, but this is how he chose to. Spent his two minutes. I know it's very, very sensitive to talk about race in this body, but any time that we have a resolution, legislation proposing to place a statue of Clarence Thomas on this grounds. Oh, that's right. In his honor, they want yeah, to put a Clarence yeah. Thomas statue because he's from Georgia, I believe. We cannot avoid that conversation, so I'm not going to avoid it either. In the black community, we have a, an expression, and I don't want to use this label too deeply here because I'm just trying to tell you what we have in African-American community. When we talk about a person of color that goes back historically to the days of slavery and that person betraying his own community, we have a term in the black community. That term that we use is called uh, Uncle Tom. And Uncle Tom is a either a fictional or non-fictional character. I don't really know the origin of Uncle Tom, but it talks about a person who back during the days of slavery sold his soul to the slave masters. 
That's the story of the fictitious of the story of an Uncle Tom. So when we think about a person in the black community who's accomplished, but yet policies seek to subvert, some may even say suppress, the achievements and accomplishments of people of color, I couldn't help but to think about to that term <laughs> and expressing my dissatisfaction with this particular legislation. Yeah, this is why I'm not a politician. Too many words. Folks, as I said up, last so. year, y'all just don't get it. <laughs> I don't expect people of non-color he sort of sort of came out of his shell a little bit there for a second. Yeah, he, he backdoored it. He could have started there. He could have left the rest out and been like, he could have went Tom, and y'all ain't gonna get it. So fuck you. Yep. We don't want the statue. Yeah. Right. Boom. Expressing my dissatisfaction with this particular legislation. Folks, as I said last year, y'all just don't get it. And I don't expect people of non-color to get the sensitivity that we feel about a person of color whose policies and practices and decisions and votes that we've rallied and fought against. All right. So I don't know what the result of, I don't know if they they actually voted to to, uh, erect the statue. I don't know. Or if it's still in the process. I haven't said yet. I think that was just the deliberations at that point. Yeah. I don't know. The expression too. in the community for people like this in the community, we call him a bitch ass nigga. Um, <laughs> and y'all ain't going to get it. So let's just move on. <laughs> y'all that's, all, that's all you had to say. People are non color. Y'all don't know about this. Uh, of course, uh, Republicans have slammed this guy for saying what he said. They don't even know what it is. Again, they don't know what it is. That's bad, right? That's bad. The one time white people chime up about racism is to tell you not to call one of their racist black people racist. Right. (laughs) Right. Not everyone thought that about Clarence Thomas. How dare you refer to him? He is a success. Why don't you all like him? Yeah, they they took they tried to take down one of my my, some of my coon videos are starting. I just kept challenging because I was like. (laughs) <laughs> how is what i'm saying worse than what they say that's all that's, i need you to show me that's tiktok because tiktok is pretty strict yeah. about that shit they'll they, take shit I, down they up they all up right now because i okay. was fighting i fought every last one of the motherfuckers i'm like if this nigga got a tiktok i know he's saying shit about the community <laughs> that's way worse than all i'm giving him is his due <laughs> all i'm saying is i appreciate the contribution you making and yes you got our attention you welcome so then what do you just like you file like it, the, the algorithm blocks it and then you just appeal it basically? No, it's yeah, not they, just in people's feed and then they flag it. Oh, they, they flag it. Yeah, I think people are personally, uh, you know, doing this, what you just said, where it's like, yeah. you don't call him my Uncle Tom. That's the most racist thing a person can say, nigger. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so <laughs> I, I went ahead and challenged them. And then I, they was like, you know, you're right. It's it's all good fun. And so that yeah. would put them all back up. So. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm always here to care Clarence Thomas get called a cone or Uncle Tom. So hey, I, I apologize. Would it, it wasn't the most spiciest video. I probably could have picked a better story, but if I gotta go out, I gotta go out being me. Um, yeah, the it's a Republican who's sponsoring this bill to build a statue in honor of Clarence Thomas within yeah. the Georgia Capitol or on its grounds. Yeah. 
inside Clarence the Capitol. Thomas dies. Maybe, maybe uh, Thomas Charles dies. Barkley could put some money up for it. When Clarence Thomas dies, they will probably start erecting Clarence Thomas statues to replace yeah. the Confederate statues we took down. <laughs> right. That's his legacy. Yeah. All right, we can't yeah, put up Robert in all the black neighborhoods too. Nathan Bedford Forrest, but we can put up Clarence Thomas. They can't. They can't technically get us on this. This is yeah. actually black history. What are you gonna say to that, huh? We don't want it. That's gonna be how I turn against critical race theory. The first time they erect <laughs> yeah. Clarence Thomas statue, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, you know what? We That's gotta got <laughs> hand these books from the library. You kid, this makes my what about my children? They feel bad, okay? <laughs> when they see a Clarence Thomas statue. Oh fuck this. this oh, and the guy- Carson, don't teach it no more. The guy that called him an Uncle Tom said that he initially took issue last year when the bill was introduced because of Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny Thomas, and her alleged involvement in the January 6th attack. Oh, no, it ain't alleged. Um, <laughs> oh, she was full-fledged involved. Yeah. He told Newsweek at the, the time his concerns were not taken seriously. Of course they weren't. And 31 other sponsors, as 32 sponsors of the bill. So it'll uh, help. I mean, is it going to be a bust or like an action shot of him doing something? It's a, a action shot of him sleeping at the fucking death. There are all arguments and shit. Just make it. <laughs> is him enjoying a loud game of pickleball. <laughs> these kids are great. <laughs> That's how many problem with these kids making noise. I like these kids. There's an action shot of him telling his coworkers about the porn he watched. Oh, no. right. it's, it's gonna be the coke can with a pubic hair on. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Fuck if guy. if you move around it in the right light, you can see his hand do the jerk off motion. <laughs> <laughs> his good. penis follows you around. It's weird. Great job by the sculptor. <laughs> Fucking dude, man. <laughs> I think we did some good work today, people. Yay! Yep. Rod, how you how you find in New York? I haven't watched uh, the latest. Uh, I haven't got to it yet. I know Roy Wood is the interview guest. Oh yeah, he was great. I got to it yet. I talked to him yesterday. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, it was a fun show. I enjoyed the show a lot. Foxworthy gave you some good praise on uh Friday's Bomani Jones. Jeff Foxworthy. The, yeah, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> That's weird. Some good <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do you, about? What, oh, yeah. just about this about the NFL episode. Oh yeah! Oh good! Oh good man! That means a lot. I respect he that. Like that when he liked it. So yeah, like, I know he. You know he's on the player like players union. Yeah, he's yeah, players union. So like that. I don't know if he's still on, on the board, but I know that. Uh, yeah, I fuck he's with heavily. Him. He's heavily involved with it. You know. Yeah, his general like take on things. I just like yeah, trying to get people to. Yeah, it's going well, man. You know, uh, show's going well. Latest episode was like a hard one to put together, but we got it done. And uh, to me, it came off really well. The audience loved it. I wrote, uh, I wrote a lot of the Lander sketch for this one. Like they needed like voiceover at the last minute uh, yeah. for the narration of it, and I wrote a bunch of that stuff. Uh, it's about the NBA All Star Weekend, uh, so I was really proud of that. Right, and got a bunch of jokes in. And now on on the show days, they got me uh, kind of like being a liaison between like Bomani and the uh and the writers and the uh EPs and stuff. So that's been good. They they like move me 
out of like my own like writer's office area to like in the boardroom where they're making these decisions. So um, they're kind of relying on me to make sure that his voice is heard during the process because they think I know his voice the best. So just trying to craft the words and stuff to make sure it's as comfortable for him as possible. And uh, that's been that's been dope. And then uh, I was saying this on our show, but uh, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday when I was leaving, I got called back into the conference room real quick by the executive producer. And I was like, oh, shit. Like I was I had like my 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 outside clothes on. I was rock, walking home and I like <laughs> I just t- turned around and just like went back because I was like, and it could be important. And I went in the conference room and he was like, who, uh, he's like, who did you work with on the Duke uh, museum piece? And I was like, me and Sid did the museum. And he was like, cool. Uh, we're going to push you for a consideration for an Emmy. Uh, oh, shit. For that episode. So hopefully, mm-hmm. knock on wood and everything. I hope, you know, I hope it happens. It's early in the process. You know, it doesn't necessarily. Well, it's got to put you up, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's definitely crazy, crazy as fuck. <laughs> you know? Oh, I I get it, man. <laughs> was that that was the first episode last year, right? Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's the first thing we ever did. So, yeah. how many of y'all did it? Uh, me, Sid, we did the most of the museum stuff. Zach wrote, co-wrote the deep dive with me, and uh, I think he contributed to the museum stuff too. So, on just that part of it, just the writing, the, us three basically. But if, if they asked you, like, who who wrote that with you, if you said, like, it was just me, like, you could have been the only one up for the end. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I like I actually low key was paranoid because I was like, wait, what? I was like, it was me and Sid for the museum. And then I was like, I left and I was like, oh, but, but me and Zach wrote the deep dive. Like, I just didn't want to leave somebody, somebody out. out. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, because, Workplace you know, tension. Yeah, that's the one thing they don't tell you is like, uh, now I'm on the other side of it. I don't see how anybody feels like they completely did anything by themselves right like you kind of got to be either a narcissist or the hardest working nigga in the world if you really think you made a tv show and don't nobody deserve credit but you like you right you you must have even made a different shit because like everything i do i feel like somebody did something to make sure that shit happened there and it wasn't just me yeah i think a lot of writers come out of stand-up and they're just used to being the only one doing everything mm. So they might just only see their contribution and not even notice other people. But yeah, it's right. for something like a TV show. It's impossible. You can't be in a one man. Yeah. One, literal one man show. And maybe you got to do that for self-promotion. Maybe it's, you know, I'm just, I'm not at that stage, so I don't know. So right. maybe that's what you're supposed to do. I, like I am supposed to be walking around like, yeah, I wrote the Duke episode and the deep dive, <laughs> but I never feel that way. I always feel like I wrote some of it. People helped me out. And then we got it to a place that, Cause it's really Bo's voice at the end of the day that puts the stamp on it. You know, it's not right, like right. you don't submit shit to him and then he just say it like, you know, what I mean? right? He not just reading like so. I, nothing's really by yourself at that point. But man, I like I said, that was a big day for me. And yeah. when it, so when, I guess when does when do you know if you're actually well the submission process is open right now. Yeah. yeah. So I, was just I, I honestly. All submission processes are open. I'm, I'm actually when I finish here, I'm gonna look up some stuff to submit for something called the SPJ Awards. I don't know what even that means, but I was told to find three things to submit to it. So, to the Dad DC chapter of the SPJ, I don't know what that is. And at some point, they narrow it down to like the nominees. 
the, yeah. the, five. the five nominees or whatever. So everything, everything, the, all the categories, all the any all the award stuff. It's award season is coming basically. Right. So, and like I, these, I just I know at least I've heard through the grapevine that a lot of people's favorite episode of the show is the Duke one. The Duke one, yeah, yeah, like the higher ups and all this shit. I don't necessarily think it's our best episode because we didn't know how to make a TV show when we no made. No matter what you think. But they do, and I'm not yeah. gonna fight them. You know, yeah. like, no I'm not gonna think. be like, well, guys, actually, uh, I want to say episode six of first season. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, y'all love it. I love it too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, you learn that at some point. The stuff that you think is your best work might be very different from what everyone else quotes back to you as your right. best work. Yeah. And nah, you gotta, the, they have the a writer, say in that. That was that. This week, I was talking to the writers where I was very confident about this episode that we just did you know yesterday i was just like it's gonna be fine because like we got this but because we have been in the process we see how the sausage is made it's hard to get hype when you know how much work it's like this shit needs it's not done yet it's not done but when it's done it's done right like yeah so i'll say the audience is like coming in a restaurant they just eating the pizza they don't right. know that we had to fucking kill the, the the make the sausage last night they don't know that and so the audience loved the episode like they were just they loved every joke every fucking sketch every fucking thing we wanted them to like they liked and everybody was very relieved but it was more like less it was i was so confident that i was like i knew it would go this way <laughs> you know what i'm saying like right, like right, I'm, right. I'm sure they thought i was like an asshole all week but i was like nigga we got this we like what are we worried about like you worry if you get to like Friday and the shit ain't working. That's yeah. what you worry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it'll be all right. One show we got four days to get the shit ready. So yeah. Like eight they hours pay a day us, for four days and then a, uh, they pay us to be concerned on Tuesday. Yeah. That, right. That's what the money's for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, of course, you 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 working hard on on them other days. Like, we got out late Wednesday and shit, and or Thursday night we got out late and all that shit. But like, that's what it's about, man. Like, this why they pay us, bro. Like, let's get this shit done. And when we if it if it work out right, we gonna feel like we should feel like some bad motherfuckers on Friday. And I right right that's how I felt. Yeah, and you should. All right, y'all. Oh, the man got oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, man, shit. Damn. Damn, that's that's he made it all the is, way through, too. Is, all right. Is the is the white man upset because your penis is bigger? What's happening here? <laughs> man got me. Big dismount is coming. Big dismount coming in to shut me down. Thanks guys for coming in with us. As always, we appreciate y'all. Uh y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Any questions, concerns, or anything? Mm-hmm. Uh one comment I didn't get to, but Samantha said, Can you guys share Keisha's Amazon link? Would love to support. So if you go to episode 1176 on, uh, if you're a patron, I put the link there um, and Keisha had put it in the chat last week. So if you are not a patron, uh, send us an email, ask us what the hell we're talking about. And we'll, we'll send you the link. It's we'll for a good cause. In. Yeah. We're definitely for a good cause. So it's, uh, it's like an Amazon wish list so you can buy things. Yeah. From, so and y'all come on back. We'll be here. Let's get on out. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Marrow. I'm right, Mara. Man, we're three guys on, and we are out. Mm-hmm.